Welcome to Minute Impossible. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to investigate with us the movie Mission Impossible one minute at a time. I'm Jonathan. I'm Chris. And I'm Rob. This week we've got a guest, Rob Lumley, from the Titanic Minute and also the Tombstone Minute. That's right. Welcome, Rob. Hey, thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, having me on. No problem. I'm definitely a listener to the Tombstone Minute and uh, Titanic Minute. I, I, I'm I super excited to be on this because actually in the uh, penultimate episode of Tombstone Minute, when uh, we sort of announce that we we're going to do Titanic Minute, we discuss other projects that we all would have wanted to do. And uh, I the first one I mentioned was Mission Impossible Minute. Uh, and uh, I know that my uh, co-host, there was just absolutely no way they would do Mission Impossible Minute with me because <laughs> they are not the cruise marks that I am. <laughs> oh, uh, old, old Joe wouldn't do no, it. No, huh? no way. Listen, Joe and Duff on Titanic, they're, uh, they they put up with me enough as it is. I can't, I can't push them too much to do, uh, do something they don't want to do. <laughs> <laughs> well, we're still happy to have you here on this one. This minute begins with Ethan wiping his eyes. And ends with a list of strange internet user groups. So we are uh, neck deep in the internet today on his uh, sweet MacBook. <laughs> Tom Cruise is looking fatigued. He's uh, he's just gotten back into the safe house. He's cleaned his hands. He has now uprighted his uh, chair, and he's getting out of business. I love. I mean, I know this is touching on a little bit earlier, but I love when his he did his search earlier on the internet. He looked up job and didn't find anything. No results. No <laughs> results for job. Nope. Or or max dot com. Yes. <laughs> uh, I've used the internet a little bit, guys, and uh, there are uh, all sorts and types of jobs that are available if you search. And there's definitely job user groups yes. in 1996 to find jobs and get jobs. Yes. Did you, either of you spend time pausing it and looking at all the groups that get listed? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I've got, I've got a list oh, of wonderful. them. <laughs> well, first, let's, let's go into this. Uh, what, what happens is he goes to the select Usernet group uh, interface. He, instead of just hitting a button that says view all, he has to say scroll usernet groups. He has to tell it. We're in this, uh, Rob, we've talked about this before, uh, 90, in 96, we're in this like, this weird, uh, limbo of tech. Yeah. We're, we're in between it being super cool, like it's going to be in Mission Impossible 2 and 3 and 4. And we're in this weird, weird world where, you know, uh, TV watches and little, little spy transistors that come off of cufflinks. And and jam signals is like the height of technology. This is still this is still the internet at its in its infancy. So we get a lot of bizarre use use cases where it's like there we're still at a point where you have a command prompt, and the command prompt for those of you that don't know was something where you had to actually tell a computer to do something. It didn't instinctively know, like when you hit a button that says list all groups, that makes sense to all of us as users of the internet. But at this point. They didn't really understand, so that when they were designing this, they designed something that says has a search section, has a large uh, section for what you want to say, and literally you could say anything in that. I don't know how you'd know the commands. It it makes no it, sense. He just it makes it he makes, types in scroll Usenet group. So I mean, if we want to, if, if we assume this movie takes place in what ninety five, ninety six, ninety six, yeah. Um, uh, you know what you're talking about with with prompts. We're talking about you know Microsoft DOS, MS DOS. Um, 
in like night like early 90s probably like 91 or 92 we had windows 3.1 so we have like the beginning of uh graphic user interfaces or gui interfaces um mm-hmm. and then even at this point like windows 95 has came out which is you know really the big game changer on all of this but yet we you're right we have we have a gui interface but he's still using prompts to access stuff when like later on we're going to see him at like web pages with buttons that would do things right yeah it's it's we're we're in a weird place i mean obviously this the production of this was probably in 95 also so these guys were working with emergent technology that they probably didn't understand really well yet and so when they were told to design a box and put all this stuff, they're like, I don't know, just put in something so we you have to you have to hang a lantern on it. You're right because it was it was in production in late '94, early '95. Oh, okay. and it was supposed to come, it was supposed to come out in the Christmas, actually on Christmas Day, 1995, but got pushed back because the production fell behind. Oh, interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, so it ended yeah, up it's like just like just like now with a. Uh, Number six. Yeah. yeah. With every one of them. Almost every one of them has been pushed back at some point or another because hmm. of extended filming. Hmm. I think except three. Three is the only one. Why why were they why were they aiming at a Christmas release originally? That's strange. Uh, yeah, it is strange, but originally they wanted it at Christmas Day release, which I thought was very strange, but um They're trying to give Die Hard a run for its money as a Christmas <laughs> movie. I mean are they are they thinking like were they thinking like we gotta get we gotta get award season. We gotta get in there for the award season. I think it was because the Bond films at that time were coming out during Christmas oh, okay. and Thanksgiving area. So I think they were trying to go for that sort of audience, you know, more more adult audience than a summer movie would be. Yeah. And and I think that uh, that was the original plan. I actually saw a, an early teaser for it uh, in the in March of 94 at a Paramount uh, sizzle reel thing. And it was just basically the light the match mm-hmm. and following the the spark through it with all the names of the people involved with it. And that was it. And it was about to go into production like the next week. Oh, wow. So, so I know that it was, it was a long time of shooting for it. And then they fell so far behind that it was like, at some point, you know, they just said, we're just going to push it to Memorial day weekend. And they did, you know, so we're looking at stuff that is basically 94, 95 here. Yeah. I mean, and the summer blockbuster in what, 96 to 98, was still not solidified as a thing. No, I mean, I mean, the the year before, I think their big movie was in '95 was Braveheart, and then '96 um, is big movie. This was '96 is big movie until Independence Day came out. Okay, all right, it, it just makes sense. Like, in my mind, Mission Impossible movies should be summer releases, right? These are summer blockbusters, but I guess sure, this yeah. movie is much different in tone than than the rest that follow. Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a. It's a Brian De Palma film that happens to be about Mission Impossible. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. As opposed to the other movies, I wouldn't consider any of the other movies like I wouldn't consider uh you know, uh Ghost Protocol a Brad Bird movie. No, no, definitely I mean I I think the closest one that was like an auteur sort of thing like this one was weirdly enough the second one, because it is so John Woo movie that you well, know Yeah. It's John Woo to its detriment. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> If you find John Woo a bad as a bad thing, yes, that would agree. <laughs> I don't think it's a bad thing. It's just it. We'll get to it. Yeah, you yeah. save it. It doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't work on every level. No, not at all. I don't need to save my disdain for it. Everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, this is this is my attack of the clones. Woo, is to- woo, woo, woo. You know it. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, and it's funny. Okay, so they type in scroll user net group, use net group, and this list of really weird lists oh, comes man. up. Oh, man. But before we talk about the names on the list, why is the list, when it's scrolling, make a noise that sounds like a dot matrix printer? <laughs> if you listen, it's like going, a computer screen wouldn't need to make that noise. It's not actually feeding upwards like a dot matrix printer. It's It's... That means that some programmer said, you know what this thing needs for scroll sound? It needs to sound like it's working and grinding. But in the movie, you have to have that, right? Because literally, we're watching someone on a computer. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) You've got to give it some sound design outside of Danny Elfman's score. Yeah. 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 But from a programming standpoint, it doesn't make any sense. Um, I mean, that said, that said, like, you have to remember, like, even when the iPhone first came out, like, by default, it had a typing sound when you pressed you know these these buttons they're not even real buttons you're touching the screen and you're getting like a typing effect back and when you take a picture it still makes a shutter sound oh man what a nightmare when you you know that yeah (laughs) yeah we've talked about the sound design in this movie a a lot in this movie it's they're never good choices none of them not one we everyone we've talked about is a poor choice I'm not happy with whoever the sound designer is. And when we get to the end of this movie, we will talk about this person. I have a feeling their their minute is going to be a bunch of hot takes <laughs> of us just talking about. It. I mean, it's it's been bad. It, it's distracting a lot of times. If you're watching it minute by minute, it's very distracting. Yeah. So, okay. And Rob, I know you want to get to this. Oh, man. The list of names. Absolutely. Um, there, we, we see about f- maybe 10. But if you want to go through some of your favorites that you saw. Uh, okay. So... A lot of the ones that we see these scrolls through are pretty basic, right? Activism, adoption, alcohol, you know, the three A's. Um, and then <laughs> <laughs> then we have two that we need to talk about, okay? Later on the list, I'm going to save the best one for the end. Later on the list, we see Amazon Women Admirers. <laughs> <laughs> What what is that? But I could we we could hazard a guess, right? Maybe they are uh, Wonder Woman fans, or you know they like tall women. There's plenty of things they've been to Brazil. I don't know. Well, again, remember there was no uh, there was no internet porn. Yeah. So no. so Mike wasn't in- talking about it. Was probably the only thing that yeah did. Mike wasn't in Brazil yet. Um, so he went to <laughs> Amazon Woman Admirers. Um, the other list would be. This one I cannot believe. Alien, vampire, flonk, flonk, flonk. And there's two of them. What is that? I don't know what alien, vampire, flonk, flonk, flonk <laughs> <it> means. <laughs> if you look it up in a search, nothing comes no. up. Yeah, you're right. There are two of them on there. Yeah. Well, because one gets full. So the most. Oh, man. The- flonk one is full. <laughs> Let's go to flonk the two. The most I found was that. I found Urban Dictionary was like, it said it's the third, I, I looked up what Flonk was, and it said it was the third question in Amazon, or sorry, an alien, vampire, Flonk, Flonk, Flonk. The first question is, are you an alien? Second question is, are you a vampire? And the third question it said was, what is Flonk? And I was like, well, this doesn't answer anything for me. Well, that's just more questions. <laughs> no. Now it's a set of questions? Yes. So what... <laughs> What's the answer? I don't to the know. Question? Listen, I think this is I think this is dark web territory, guys, and I got scared. I was like, you know what? I'm giving up on this. I don't need to know. 
as a designer, I was really happy to see the Aldous Freehand and the Aldous Page Maker. Yes. Because that's later on what becomes Illustrator and InDesign. There's a, and Quark. There's also there's also a weird German show like uh like that awful and purple or whatever that is shows up as an alt group too there it has tons i mean it's hard to go through them all because they kind of blur yeah awful and flurful yes Flur-ful. yeah which is some show it's some some german show i don't i i don't know that's all i know about it <laughs> and agriculture miscellaneous yes. miscellaneous <laughs> <laughs> we can get specific with alien vampire flonk 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 but Let's just hey look. I'm not gonna penny by down on agriculture. It's you know it's miscellaneous. It's whatever you want. It's kind of a kind of a grab bag of agriculture. Yeah. God, because farmers, city folk just don't get it, guys. No, not the miscellaneous stuff they don't get. Nope. Well, cause see, uh, okay, above that to to, ma- to maybe help you with the vampire, the alien vampire flonk flonk flonk. <laughs> above it is adjective noun ver, verb ver, verb. Ver, ver. Yes. <laughs> So is that that has to be related, right? Well, flonking must be a verb. So then to flonk something is a verb. Okay, this makes sense because alien can be an adjective. Sure. And then vampires. <laughs> vampire is always a noun. Yep. And then I so so we know that flonk is a verb. To flonk. Oh, oh my God! We're got to figure this out. <laughs> Do some research over the this week, and we'll figure out what flonking. One is. who flunks. I, I guarantee you, we're not going to like what we find no. out. No, this is no, probably not. This is some Roy Moore stuff. I'm staying away. <laughs> this is, this is, oh, that's so it's so poignant because you're talking about this like four months yeah, later. <laughs> you're talking about Senator Moore. Whatever he is, <laughs> Congressman Moore. From your from your lips to God's ears. Yes. Flunk, flunk, flunk. Flunk, 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 flunk. <laughs> Alt Roy Moore, flunk, flunk, flunk. We're, we're probably saying flunk probably means something awful, and we're all going to lose our jobs. Like, we're going to find out, <laughs> and we're going to be like, oh, my God, I can't believe I said flunk, flunk, oh. flunk. I had no idea. It's all about it's all about child human trafficking oh, had, and it, it, oh my God. T- terribleness. I'm, ter- I'm terrified of what it is. <laughs> I think I think I'm pretty sure that in the rule book, uh, if you, ignorance of a rule allows you to get away with oh, the rule. Oh, good. Isn't that... Know how life works. Mm-hmm. I think that's in the good book that uh, that uh, Ethan finds later in this minute. Oh yeah, what a let's let's get to that. Yeah. Uh, so he's racking his brain trying to figure out. Uh, he he puts in Usenet groups and searches all of them, and obviously this garbage is showing up of adjective noun <laughs> verb 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 and flonk flonk flonk. So that's useless. So he he's just sitting there like thinking job job job. In the book, there's actually more, and I'm going to go to the book now and, and read to you the passage of what he's saying in his inner monologue. Is this, and, I'm, uh, I'm sorry, is this the book based off the screenplay? Because I hope it is. Oh, yes. Oh. It is the book based on the screenplay. It was written by uh, Peter Bossaccini. Oh, um, it's a novel, but it's also based on the story of David Kemp and Stephen Zellman. Zillion and screenplay of David Kemp and Robert Town. So four people wrote the screenplay. It's almost the shooting script. It, I've read the shooting script. I have the shooting script up. It's almost word for word, always the same. It just adds incredibly inappropriate descriptions to everything. Wonderful. Open up that nightmare machine and let us know what it says. <laughs> Let's. All right. This hot box of horror. All right. For those of you following along at home, you can go to page seventy nine. Um, all right. Uh, launches a search. Search string not found. He shrugs, mumbling to himself. 
Oh, I, I, I'm not doing it in the right voice. I usually do it in a sexy voice because it's true. always awful. Job. Job 314. March 14. Job 31. Job 31. 4. April. <laughs> okay. All right. Calm down. <laughs> and then he, uh, he then he's like, job. Jobs? <laughs> then he's like, oh, job. 314. He forces himself to think. J is the 10th letter of the alphabet. O is the 15th. B is the oh second. God. 10, 15, 2. Adds up to 27. 27 plus 3 <laughs> plus 14 equals 44. He taps on the computer. Search job 44. Hold on. Is this, is on. this from Mission Impossible or Rain Man? What is this from? It's, <laughs> it's from right here. I, I, I can't make this garbage up. It's, it's right here. It's terrible. <laughs> and, of course, the computer searches unsuccessfully. Well, yeah, duh. We, it's, of course, it searches unsuccessfully. <laughs> because, we'll come uh, – yeah, and then and then he's – so in the book, he's thinking about this. In the movie, it takes about two seconds. He just looks forward, and we get uh, a great shot. It's uh, Is this your split dioptrics? It is a split diopter. Yes, it is. Okay, I was wondering about that, how they did the shot. I didn't know if they just used, like, an incredibly narrow – uh, like like field of to do it, or if they did a split diopter shot. It's a split yeah, diopter. Split diopter. Okay. You can always tell because if you look at the edges on the left and the right, it's fuzzy. But it's a weird yeah. split diopter uh, shot, right? Because normally you do a split diopter. Like I think the most classic case would be Reservoir Dogs, where you want two things in focus. This mm-hmm. is just doing it to have one thing in focus. No, but it, but the but still the, the, the computer the, is in focus, but it's it's ba- but then they rack they do rack focus. Oh, yeah. Okay, that's so pretty, it's like well it's a done, weird. It, it's almost like an imperceptible. You know, they are showing it slip di- dioptrics. So you, on the top half, you see the uh, a stack of books behind the laptop's uh, top, and then the laptop is in focus. I, I have a question. I have a question for you guys actually. Uh, so so Ethan has an epiphany here, right? He sort of figures it out. An epiphany moment. I don't know if that's the right term I should be using for this. What 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 are some examples, or what are some of the best examples you can think of of movies that have an epiphany that that you enjoy? I don't think this is one of the top ones, but what would you give an example of? Obviously, I prepped for this, <laughs> and you guys weren't able to to figure out what this would be right away. Back to the Future has a couple of different ones. It's usually it's usually Marty. And he's finding something that he needed to work. Sometimes it's even in that same focus where he doesn't know what he needs, and then he sees the one thing he needs. Um, yeah. Most recent, oh God, it's hard because you know this kind of this kind of eureka moment a lot of times is telegraphed in a movie. Yeah, the, I think the best the best example, which as soon as I say it, everyone's gonna be like, "Oh yeah," is the end of Usual Suspects, right? When he sort of sees the the board and kind of mm-hmm. ties it all together without without trying to spoil it <laughs> you can you can spoil well, listen usual suspects listen to usual suspects minute isn't up yet we don't <laughs> leave that for them um but guys i have an answer for this what do you think it's it's yeah. the answer i have three words for you finkel is einhorn <laughs> ace for sure einhorn is finkel <laughs> <laughs> greatest greatest <laughs> epiphany moment in cinema history for my money well see i was trying to think of visual <laughs> epiphanies did, did but, we do did we did you guys do six cents because i i got lost here for a minute oh yeah six cents is a good one six yeah, cents it's a good visual one yeah six cents is a good one no he said uh he said uh finkel is einhorn yeah i heard that so, one yeah. ace ventura <laughs> also 
<laughs> I also, um, I'm trying to think, your gun is digging into my hip. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. That one, that's a definitely one of those epiphany moments. Yeah, Sixth Sense. Yep. Yeah. I mean, Sixth Sense got me. I, I did not see that coming. Uh, what about not like the end of the movie type thing, but like in Close Encounters of the Third Kind when uh, Richard Drivers' character realizes it's the Devil's Tower that he's been he's been like molding. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, that's a that's a good one. Um, oh, I mean Indiana Jones, Spielberg loves it. Yeah, he does. I mean, having his hero kind of come upon this thing, this, yeah, you know the Ark, the yeah. the Sankara stones, the Holy Grail. And that one with his, the skull thing, I don't remember what that one's called. There is no fourth one, Chris. You're mis- you're, uh, I thought it was a young Indiana Jones. Uh, it's called, it, oh, yeah. It's called uh, Indiana Jones, Shea Le Bouf, and his monkey friends, I believe is the name of the fourth <laughs> one. <laughs> <laughs> Shia Le Bouf and his monkey friends. <laughs> Pretty sure. That's- it's called an old man gets in a refrigerator and lives through a nuclear yeah. blast. Yeah. Grandpa goes flying. <laughs> Guys, I I love I love the Mission Impossible movies, but I'm I've seen this movie a lot of times and I don't know what's happening. And I'm hoping that you guys are able to solve this. Um, oh yeah, oh yeah, we can solve it for you. Um, <clears throat> having haven't watched it up to this point, here's here. Uh, are you confused as to what he's doing? No, I, or are you confused as to why? He's even here. No, no, no. I got all. Why we're I got here. all that. I, what I want to talk about is Max. Can we talk about Max for a minute? Because that's that's kind of why we're here, right? He's trying to figure out who Max is, right? Max or Job? Um. Well, but we don't know Job yet, right? Like, don't isn't all we really know is that there's someone named Max who is. We know there's someone named Job too. Also, oh, we no wait, we, we don't. don't. We know that there's. You're right because he doesn't. He isn't. Call no, we her. do. Oh, Max calls the person Job. Yeah, yeah. They said that the- Mac, because all we know at the uh, Aquarium Restaurant is Kittredge telling him something about Max, and then says Job Job three fourteen, right? Job so here's so here's what Ethan knows, and and stop me if I'm missing anything. So far, we know that Max is Czech, is an arms dealer, and uses the internet. Right? That's all we know. And has corrupted a uh, agent for at least two years. Oh, okay, good point. Yeah, because Katrick tells him that. We also know that there's an operation called Job Three Fourteen. Right. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I just find it really interesting the path that Ethan takes. Like he's like Max Max dot com. Nope, nothing there. I guess I'll dig into Job, <laughs> and like, just, <laughs> like just starts digging down that route. We have this. You're saying there's not a user group that says alt arms dealer. Yeah, I guess. Dot. He, dot. <laughs> flonk, flonk, flonk. I mean, we see. We see the A's. Maybe there was arms dealer if we went a little farther. He doesn't go over it. The, the the problem with this scene is that he he looks weary. I think he's weary because he's coming down from adrenaline. But he seems weary, like he's been searching. Dude, you've been searching for like a minute and a half. And you said scroll all in like three sentences into all and right after alcoholism, you're like, ah, I'm done. I'm done. It wasn't after alcoholism, Jonathan. It was after Amazon yeah, right. women admirers. Little known fact. <laughs> Ethan Hunt loves Amazon women. He went down a rabbit hole. Listen, we've all done it. He really does, actually. Yeah, we've gone down. That's true. All all women next to him are Amazon's though. That's so it's true. all good. <laughs> he went down the internet rabbit hole. We've all done it. And before he knew it, you know, it was late. He had to go to work in a few hours, and he kind of starts to mail it in. And so he starts looking. He starts looking for job here, 
And I, let's. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to jump ahead too much. But like, what? I don't entirely understand why he thinks he solves it here. What about what happens makes him think he figured it out? Because it's literally a word that also proceeds with numbers. Yeah, and so he's like. Also, why doesn't he think it's Job thirty one four? Mm. Is there a Job thirty one four? Yes, the wrong guy, dude. Yeah, you're. Uh, I, oh, there is. There is. Okay. All right. Now we got some. This is some content read, right here. Read to me Job thirty one four. Okay. I'm going to ask you two. Uh, here's your choices. Which one tells you more about whatever the hell's happened so far? Okay. Is it what Job three fourteen says, which is with kings and rulers of the earth? who built for themselves places now lying in ruins, or Job 31.4 that says, does he not see my ways and count my every step? Hmm. Right? Let's see. <laughs> steps. There's steps outside. I have 31 steps. If I take 31 Plus steps, four. I might get to j- max. <laughs> Plus four. 35 steps. I'm, yeah, he's he he's definitely grasping at straws. Right, but he seems so sure. He opens the Bible, he finds a passage, and he's like, "Oh, figured this out. I now I I cracked it." Did you guys go to when I was a kid? I was a a, a Christian, and uh, we we had sword drills. Did you guys ever do? Do you even know what sword drills no. are? No. Sword drills are how fast you can get to a Bible verse in a Bible. What? You hold a Bible closed, and someone would be like. Job three fourteen, and you would you would thumb through like I mean half the time you cheat because you just have to skim with your thumb to find it. But well, I if you knew like if it was you know I if it was uh, Matthew, you knew it was halfway through the Bible. I I grew up Catholic, so I'm a recovering Catholic. Yeah, same here. Um, I'm a converted Jew, so oh. <laughs> I don't do the New Testament anymore. Okay, well, Job's Old Testament though, right? I know. Okay, yes, it is. Um. I, I did. It's a book all about po. It's a book all about divine judgment. I so it's fitting. It fits. Uh, but does does this passage fit? What does this passage yeah. say? It's heavy handed writing, and I'm going to read to you. You're reading the new version. I'm going to read what he has in front of him. He has because yours actually cleans up the language. His his reads with kings and counselors of the oh, earth, yeah. who build for themselves places now in ruins. Okay, with rulers who had gold. That means nothing. Yeah, it's I, gibberish because the 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 passage before it and the passage after it is a complete sentence. This is not a complete sentence. Does it make so? I looked at the New Living Translation, which, from what I can understand, is like let's put this in today's words, and it would be: um, I would rest with the world's kings and prime ministers whose great buildings now lie in ruins. That still doesn't make any sense for what. No, happened. he's going all in. He's going all in on a hunch that. Could be completely bongo. Well, well, he is super spy Ethan Hunt. I mean, yeah, that's true. Well, no, no. Right now, he's he's manic Ethan Hunt. We ha- we have a bunch of different ones. Uh, Rob, just so you know, Ethan shows up in a lot of different ways. He was cocky Maverick at the beginning of the movie. He was chewing gum, yeah. being all being all sassy, and then he it, it, then he was undercover Ethan, and he's like super cool spy. That's the one he usually is. And then right now he is crazy, frantic, sweating. <laughs> is, <laughs> you know. Do you think I'm going to tread lightly here, guys. Do you think this is how Tom Cruise found out about Scientology was through Usenet groups? 
<laughs> Definitely not. <laughs> he doesn't get to the S's here, but I I did notice that when he does look up Bible, one of the groups is alt Bible astrology. Well, he also looked up alien vampire, so flonk, flonk, he's flonk. also pretty close. Maybe flonk, flonk, flonk. Maybe flonk, flonk, flonk's a Scientology oh. thing. Next time you see one, say that to him. <laughs> hey, what's up? Flonk, flonk, flonk. Oh, man. Wink. Sea Org will come, come after you. will come after They come me. over and punch you in the stomach. <laughs> <laughs> We've got one. Put him, put him in the trunk. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm going to do, do a little more research into Scientology before we do our next few minutes to, oh, God, to no. learn a little no, more. No, no, no. <laughs> oh, God. I'm going to listen. You, all I want to know is by the end of the week, will I be clear? <laughs> you will you will not know um there's gonna be a lot of bad uh impressions there's gonna be a lot of uh just a lot of tangents uh, here here's some of the ones i like in the on the uh, bible section okay. we were talking about the bible search 126 user groups come up when he searches the yep. bible at 52 seconds so we're almost at the end of this minute uh at 52 seconds we see i love my favorite alt dot bible dot blindness Great. Um, Alt.bible.canon, but not canon like uh, Star Wars canon, yeah. but canon like Boom Canon. <laughs> it's spelled C-A-N-N-O-N. And I make, I'm like, I got to know about this Bible canon because I would totally – I'm pretty sure I read the Bible enough to at least know there are no canons in them. <laughs> <laughs> or does it shoot Bibles? Oh. That's also pretty cool. Like a, cool. Like a T-shirt gun. But like, oh my god! But like, instead it's a of Bible like, cannon, t-shirts. but with three pound, with yeah. three pound Bibles, right? They go to like Jesus camp and just launch his Bibles at these. Oh kids. my god! There's so many paper cuts. <laughs> One or two dead kids from it too. Yeah, you know? no, not a year goes by where a kid doesn't get killed by a Bible. That's a fact. Look it up. Who wants a Bible? <laughs> <laughs> they were getting hit by the spirit of God. Yeah, <laughs> spirit of God hit me, mom. <laughs> Word. Right in the head with his Bible. <laughs> and then and then the last one I have on the list of ones that I like is alt.bible.bilingualism. <laughs> yeah. That seems that seems very specific. I wish it actually said alt.bible.bilingualism miscellaneous because I don't know what they're talking about. I, what bilingualism in what way? What are you talking about? I, I think so blindness is weirder. There's no way there are screen readers and in, in, in whatever technology they're using right here that there's the blind are like, Hey, did you hear about Usenet? <laughs> Let's try that. <laughs> well, I think I think the blindness one is in direct relation to the Bible canon. Oh yeah, I think yep. I think one of the symptoms of Bible canons is <laughs> you go blind, blinded, immediate blindness. Yep, that's true. I learned I learned from Catholic school that was a different way you could go blind, but it didn't it didn't prove to be true. <laughs> no, <laughs> tried and tested, sure you... not true. <laughs> <laughs> not with this internet, yes. it wasn't. <laughs> Nobody's testing anything. Amazon women f- admirers. Oh, yeah. <laughs> flonk, flonk, flonk. <laughs> flonk, flonk, flonk. This minute ends with <clears throat> him basically looking at a scrolling list of Bible Usenet groups. That's where we are with this minute. Um, <laughs> well, as, we get, as we're wrapping this up, we can definitely talk about one of my new favorite things to talk about, and that's Tech of the App. Rob, is there some? Is there a piece of tech in this minute that you think was cool? I mean, there's really only one giant piece of tech in this a- in this episode. So, 
You, yeah. you can always go off the rails and come up with something crazy. We, we, we'll listen to all uh, all ideas. Um, yeah, I got one. I got one. Uh, while he's looking at these Usenet groups, there's an incredibly important button. Uh, it's one of the most important things you will find inside your current email client. It is an unsubscribe button. It is. <laughs> and the S in unsubscribe is capitalized, something you don't see nowadays. Yes, because unsubscribe. Yes, unsubscribe. Yep. Um, so uh, there's a deleted scene I think we'll get to later where um, Ethan unsubscribes from all the Bible stuff, but he absolutely <laughs> stays subscribed to Amazon Women Admirers. His favorite used that group. <laughs> he, he's uh, he he gets on uh, adjective noun verb verb verb. Yep. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I I like it. Uns- the unsubscribe button is an excellent tech of the app. Yeah. Chris, what about you? Uh, I'm gonna go with that because that's that's pretty smart. <laughs> it's weird, yeah, because they don't have. I mean, they have about news groups there. The groups isn't capitalized. No. At least be consistent. Well, I like what I like about it most is that it's the same little symbol, only it being with a hand throwing it into the trash can as a subscribe symbol. You know, <laughs> it's the exact same symbol as a subscribe symbol, only there's a hand in the trash can now, <laughs> and that's considered unsubscribe. That's not bad. Also, it's also the international symbol for homeless. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or shredding. Yeah, yeah, shredding. Or that. I'm just going with the whole user net GUI interface. The whole thing is uh, the tech of the app because it's amazing. It's it's brought us such joy. It's brought us Amazon women. And yep. Flunk, flunk, flunk. Adoption agency and Affel and Furful. Alcohol. There was no alcohol before Usenet. Yep, and (laughs) agriculture miscellaneous. That's right. So yeah, those are all great tech of the app things. We're going to come back tomorrow for a minute 37. Rob's going to join us. Rob, do you have anything you'd like to promote today? Yeah. um, Listeners of this podcast, enjoy it, love it. Stay subscribed. Keep listening. But when you're bored, it's the weekends. What are you going to listen to? Subscribe to Titanic Minute, where myself and two of my other male co-hosts feel like we're the ones that should guide you through the uh, 1997 James Cameron film Titanic, minute by minute. 195 episodes. Good luck if you make it through it. I don't even know if we're going to make it through it, but we're doing the best we can. Our our art will go on. (laughs) Well, I, I love it. It's a great podcast. You guys should definitely listen to it. Uh, it has a lot of Rob's puns. Hopefully, there'll be some more puns in in these week in the, the episodes coming up. Yeah, yeah. There's plenty of plenty of nautical puns. <laughs> great. <laughs> I think that might have been one of the used groups. Naughty, naughty calls. Yes, naughty gals. Naughty gals. <laughs> naughty gal. Verb. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Alt what? dot Bible dot <laughs> naughty girls. <laughs> flunk, flunk, flunk. <laughs> That's also the that goes right along with the blindness one too. Feel free to flunk us over <laughs> on our uh, our Facebook group, the Impossible Minute Force. You can also flunk us at our tw- our um, Twitter, which is Men Impossible, M I N Impossible. And uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow. Maybe we'll maybe uh, Rob will have figured out what flonk means, and maybe we'll stop saying it. I don't know. <laughs> I think it's going to become like the Smurfs. It's going to be a a thing where we just start saying flonk for everything. Yeah, Go flonk fl- yourself. 
Yeah, he flunked, he flunked himself all the way Papa over Flunk. There. Papa Flunk was Jonathan's nickname in high school. Fun fact. <laughs> uh, yours was Flunkette. <laughs> no, no, no. That was his name when he, when he headed a, a, a ska band, Papa Flunk. <laughs> yeah, I was Papa Flunk. Yeah, my, my ska band was pretty tight, guys. No doubt. I played the bone. <laughs> <laughs> he flunked the bone. All right, on that, on that note, I've been Jonathan. I've been Chris. And I'm Rob. This minute will self-destruct. Flunk. Flunk.